Geekish Cast, Corner Gas, Fan Cast, Special Number Two. The Four recognizes actor and Star Wars expert Fred Awanek. Welcome back to Geekish Cast. Uh, this is going to be a special episode of our Geekish Cast Corner Gas Fan Cast. You're getting better at saying that. It, it's taking some time, but I really am. That's a mouthful. Uh, it, it really, <laughs> really is. Uh, as usual, I am joined by Jules. Yay! Hi. And as unusual, we also have Fred Awanek with us. How are you doing, Fred? I'm good. How are you doing? Uh, pretty excellent, actually. Oh, good. Yeah, uh, we're doing pretty good. Um, thank you. I just want to say this in case I forget later on. Thank you for taking the time to do this. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, it's um, really kind of a big deal for us. This yeah. is like having... It's a big deal for me. <laughs> Normally people don't, <laughs> okay. want, don't don't want to talk to me, so I, I'm just surprised somebody wants to talk. Really? I'm, I'm actually shocked by that. <laughs> so we, we've been doing our homework on you. It's actually, we've been doing our homework on the entire Corner Gas cast, but you have a very lengthy body of work, so it takes a little more time to go through certain I, things. I beg your pardon? <laughs> <laughs> My mother might hear this, sir. Um, well, I'm a, so, I'm a Canadian actor. You got The, the, the deal is you've got to work as much as possible because you don't get paid that much. Oh, and, and speaking of Canada, um, if Donald Trump wins the election, can we crash at your house for a while? Yeah, i got a futon in the basement. Oh, you got awesome. Awesome. Yeah. For sure. I, um, I, I, not that I'm super nervous about this, but uh, I'm starting to feel less confident about it as time goes by. Well, as Canadians, we're kind of hoping, and I'm joking when I say this, we're kind of hoping that he builds a wall between you and us as well. Uh, I would, yeah, I would yeah. imagine, yeah. As as a Canadian, you're probably all for it, and as a comedian, you're probably all for it as well. I understand how that goes. No, it's a, you know, in all honesty, I, I try not to get involved in politics, uh, especially other people's politics. It's none of my business. You can do whatever you want, but uh, you get what you sow, I suppose. That's that's kind of the thing there. Um, you know, I actually wanted to ask you a little bit about your acting background. Um, if if it's okay, I don't want. If it's something uh, no, a sore subject, I don't want to hit at it. Too anything much. to do with acting is off limits. I'm sorry. Didn't you get my that's, notes? That's what I was afraid of. Your I agent and the, and the Italian guy he sent over yeah. were pretty clear about it, but I was going to try to sneak no, one past the I, anyhow. I'm surprised. I'm I'm not happy about it. I only want to talk about my band. <laughs> oh, what's what's the name of your band? I don't have a band. I was trying to do a Billy Bob Thornton thing there, oh, but uh, there would there would have been there would have been like an extra five points if you'd said fast exit. Oh, fast exit. Yeah, see, you guys are more into the the, the <laughs> trivia than I am. Like I'm an idiot. Oh. Like I just show up and then I forget about it. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Again, like uh, I tell everybody, we are Corner Gas super fans. Um, but I was going to ask you about because. I, I actually interview a lot of actors these days, Canadian, American, and across the board, the majority of whom are all like, I started theater when I was five, and I got my BFA by the time I was 16. Wow. You have a slightly different background, though, don't you, when it comes to actual formal uh, act, acting training? Yeah, I well, I, I, see, I thought I was going to be a truck driver, to be honest. My, my, gra- mm-hmm. my grandpa had a trucking company. And uh, I was like, cool, I'm going to be a truck driver. That's pretty, that's pretty sweet. And then uh, my folks, uh, folks said I had to go to college. So I didn't, know, I, I didn't know what to take. So I tried out for the theater program at this place called Douglas College up here. And I got in, which surprised me. And um, immediately they tried to kick me out. 
and uh, <laughs> I begged them not to because how do you tell your folks you got kicked out of theater school? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's bad news, right? And that's, uh, that's a rough one. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah. Sorry, this is turning into a long story. Did I? Is that's this what okay. I was that's supposed okay. to talk about? We like oh, the long okay. stories. All right. Good. Yeah. Yeah. We got we got some time. Uh, yeah. And uh, but because of that, because I had theater on my resume, I got a job at this place called uh, Science World here in Vancouver, up here in Canada, and uh, they needed show people. Uh, and so I was doing science shows. So I didn't know anything about acting. I didn't know anything about science. And off of there on stage, like talking about the the, the 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 temperature of nitroglycerin. I don't know what. I can't even remember what I was talking about. It was all a haze. Uh, but through that, I got a I got a I went to a buddy of mine that worked there. Had a theater uh, course uh, drop in course he went to every week, and I I went and I really enjoyed it. It was a woman by the name of Shay Hampton and. Uh, I started taking that, and then I threw an agent came and watched. I got an agent that just sort of started, kind of stumbled into it. And that's, yeah, next thing I know, I'm I'm on Canadian television. <laughs> that's that's pretty cool. What was your first first big role that you landed? Uh, well, Corner Guess would have been the would definitely been the biggest thing up here for me. Um, mm-hmm. Before that, though, I I had my first lead actually uh, Nancy Robertson was in it as well we did this indie film called Delicate Art of Parking and uh, Loved yeah it. oh yeah oh good yeah we watched uh, it a couple weeks ago oh nice well it, to me it's like it's the thing I'm most proud of still it's it's um uh anyway that was my first lead role in something before that I was nice. doing guest guest spots in in shows that shot up here Oh, so like uh, American shows that were shooting in Vancouver then, typically, I would assume? Yeah, American. American yeah, Supernatural was fairly recent, actually. I tried yeah. forever to get on the show. I got, it took I got, me, like, I got so, excited so excited when I stopped the uh, TV, and I'm like, Jeremy, like, come here! Like, immediately, we get... Yeah. We get oh, kind of man. <laughs> I, got a, I got a huge bump in my Twitter followers. I went from, like, uh, 3,000 to 3,050 after that show. Was, that is pretty big. It broke my heart when they cut your head off because I thought, well, he could come back because they have those returning characters. But really, if you've been decapitated, that's kind of the end, even in Supernatural, I think. Yeah, I think it's a bit of a stretch. I, it, it wasn't scripted that way. It was a day a day uh, decision, so I don't, I don't think they were happy with what I was doing. <gasps> No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> I, was, I was actually, I was actually signed for three more seasons as a vampire, but um, yeah, it would have been fun. That was a, a great show, and uh, uh, Jensen um, actually, I years and years ago, just to give you a, just a quick tidbit on kind of what a class act he is. Um, he he used to be on a show called Dark Angel, and I did a couple characters on Dark Angel. And uh, he walked into the makeup trailer when I was doing Supernatural. And he walked in and he took a look and he goes, "Oh, hey, Fred, how you how you been?" Like I was like, "What? How did that's incredible?" And he's like, "Just a real solid dude, nice guy." Nice. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, we actually, yeah, we actually have been kind of going through your catalog here recently. We um, oh my catalog, that's <laughs> your catalog. Oh, that's well, the the way we watch stuff is because we went through Robs and Arms. <laughs> we oh. went through. Well, okay, so Dan Vermeer, we can only get season one of. Yeah, somebody else tried. That's weird. I don't know why. I don't know why season two isn't available. Um, yeah. Well, you know what? Um, uh, Nancy's show uh, hiccups is the same way. We can't get season two of that either. Hmm. That's weird. It must be a yeah. uh, American Canadian thing. I know sometimes. Probably it's like a condition of war. That like you can have season one, that's but if you right. try to get season two, it'll be over our dead body. Yeah, that's you know? right. You guys yeah. get off on withholding from us. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, yeah, you guys are probably all right. I think you'll do okay. <laughs> well, we, trust me, we're not, we, we, we've got plenty of other stuff to watch. It's just, I'm a completist, you know? I get you. I understand. Yeah. I, I can get pretty obsessed about things, too, if I can't find the, uh, uh, the you know finale of something I, I get kind of obsessed of, of, of about that stuff. Right. Hey, so I'm actually one of our listeners sent in a question for you. Oh, this cool. Is, All right. Yeah, it's Justin from Topeka, Kansas, and he asked how much input you had into the character of Hank on Corner Gas. Um. Well, you know, Corner Gas was was uh, written in a way they really wanted us to stick to what was written. So. Um, we we didn't have a whole lot of input, but I know just from talking to some of the the writers and and uh, showrunners over the years that uh, they would write you know if if we did a some kind of mannerism or something you know throughout season one for instance they started incorporating those things into uh, the show as it went along um, mm-hmm. so we didn't really have I wouldn't say that I had a lot of input into the character but just things that I would do naturally or that would come out through the writing they already put in would end up working its way back into the show uh down the road okay yeah. uh one of those things isn't whining when you lose at golf is it <laughs> <laughs> no no that was scripted you know and and Brent was pretty uh we I remember actually on the day I remember we sat at the side of the set and he's like okay give me some wines and so we just went through like a plethora of wines and he's like, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, that one, that one. That's the one we'll use. So kind of like that. Just yeah. the most obnoxious wine making that you could find. Yeah. How, I can't. How was it? Was it like a. Eh, yeah. Is that it? Yeah. yeah. yeah it that was that was pretty much it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and to be honest, I'm pretty much like that in real golf. So. Oh, well, and then also speaking of golf, uh, one of the projects you have going right now. Uh, going for broke. Yeah, we just shot a, a pilot, um, a web pilot. So hopefully it goes to series. We're going to find out fairly soon, I think, in next month or so. Um, but uh, yeah, we just shot a pilot for that, and I play uh, uh, down and out. Well, not down. And, yeah, kind of down and out. I'm I'm separated from my wife. We share a daughter, and I'm still like I'm turning forty, and I'm I'm holding on to that dream of being a pro golfer one day, and I'm jumping around the mini tour, and you know I think the the line was something like um, I was third on the money list and I'm going to make a grand total of eight grand for the year. So it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's a bit of a darker comedy, but it's uh, I, I saw the the cut just recently and it, it looks, it looks great. It looks fantastic. Yeah. There's a, um, there's a rough cover. There's on... a trailer that we saw. So um, yeah, that was a, that was a little, that was a teaser to get, there we go. The teaser. Yeah, to get funding to do the pilot. Yeah. And, uh, of course, uh, as you guys know, my buddy, Lauren Cardinal, uh, uh, plays the character. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Um, I, the one thing I have to ask is, um, did Lauren make enough money shooting that to buy a set of headphones? <laughs> <laughs> um, it depends where he shops. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sorry. That, that's an internal joke that I'm going to leave internal. Sorry, right. Okay. Everybody. No. Fair enough. I will say this though. Uh, I lucky enough that I came on as a producer, but Lauren Lauren Cardinal made more than I did on that show, and I, I'm the lead. So, uh, you know, we had to, we had to buck up to get Lauren Cardinal on board. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm certain, and it probably helped you find the character a little bit more to still come in second fiddle on your own show. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> My wife just hit me with a pillow. Oh, what? Well, what? He's like, don't be, don't that be, ma- so don't harsh. be mean to Fred. Oh come on! I, if anybody deserves to be mean, meaned to, is that always? <laughs> it's me. 
<laughs> well, if if it wasn't before, it is now. Yeah. It's that's yeah. I think that's only fair. Um Yes, yeah, so going for broke. Where did the idea come from to do a web series? Is this all your idea? Can you give nope, me kind of a it's not my quick rundown? Yeah, sure. So Dale Wolf, uh, who is uh, one of the co-creators, uh, he was also the director and producer on it as well. Uh, it's an idea that he and a friend of his have had for a number of years, and they pitched it uh, a number of different times and um, you know, came close a few times here and there, but uh, didn't quite uh, get anywhere. And so, uh, you know, he just uh, approached me because uh, we talked about other things in the past and said, you know, hey, would you be interested in this idea? And he sent me along a script and I was like, yeah, absolutely. And um, yeah, and then next thing uh, we know, we got some funding to do the pilot and Bob's your uncle. I, I do have an uncle. I was Bob. just going to say, do you have an uncle Bob? Because that would be He's awesome. He's a liar. He's a liar. Oh, a dog named Bob, but it's not I do have a dog uncle. named Bob. No, well, that's that's close enough. Yeah. Why is it, Bob's why your dog. Is Bob's your uncle? Why can't we say Bob's your dog? Bob's your dog. Better. You know what? I think we should work okay, on that. Yeah. I'm gonna, from, now on, from, yeah from now on, I'm going to start saying Bob's your dog. And Bob's your dog. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, because a lot of people are trying this now to get a series off the ground. They're doing now. Did you do a full like twenty two minutes, or is this a very short episode to it's, see where you're? It's a ten. It's a ten minute. Yeah, so a ten minute pilot, and then um, if for whatever reason we don't go to web series, uh, the plan is to um, shop that to different networks and such, and and uh, show them what we can do, and hopefully get a, a network series. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's a fair idea, yeah. Well, yeah. Netflix and Hulu doing new uh, content as well. They're always looking for stuff, too, so it kind of widens the circle of... And they're more willing to take a chance, I think, than the, the big guys are these days. Yeah, who, who knows? And thanks for saying it would be a chance, because you're right. It would They would be taking a chance on us. Uh, no, just... <laughs> I'm just jazzing with you. Uh, um, but, uh, you know, net, to me, this, I think the show... Uh, after watching the pilot would be a wicked Netflix show. It, it's one of those shows you'd want to binge watch. And, um, and I love, I, we have Netflix and my wife and I get hooked on the shows they make. And, uh, rumor has it that Netflix is opening up shop, uh, up here in Vancouver. So I'm just putting it out there, Netflix, if you're listening, you know, I come cheap. <laughs> that's, that's a little rough, <laughs> but no, I mean, it, it's true these days. Um, well, you know, let me ask your opinion on this. As somebody who is working on a couple different series, like on a web base, trying to pitch it as a full-blown show, do you think that, you know, lowering the bar of entry, because it's so much cheaper to shoot things now and easier to shoot like a 10 to 20-minute, you know, little piece that you can try to raise money off of and raise attention off of, has that been helpful or harmful to uh, creating television content, do you think? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know if it. I don't know if it has. I, I think it could only be beneficial. I mean, I think I, the, where I see the value in something like this is, um, you know, you can pitch you can pitch your idea to somebody, but they they don't they might not visualize it the way you visualize it. So if if you can show if you can actually show them a physical thing and say like this is what we're talking about, I think it 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 probably benefits like say a, a network executive to see it. Or see a you know a teaser for it and go oh yeah oh I absolutely see that so I think it I think it's good I, I, I and with technology nowadays with the quality of cameras and you don't need as big a cruise and you you don't need the you know all the all the entails that a huge crew comes with um, I think it's it's way easier to 
to create the content, but the trick is still having a good story. And, um, you know, so that's the key, right? And, and, uh, coming up with, coming up with characters that people can latch onto, uh, um, uh, stories that people get excited about, um, and visually making something that's interesting is still, you know, you still need to have that talent. Um, otherwise, you know, having the equipment doesn't mean anything. No, then then it's just network junk. <laughs> I don't oh, know. That's right. Well, and I mean, look at look at your average cable package. There's hundreds of station stations, and how much of it is stuff really that we take the time out to watch? Yeah, the bulk of it, nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Entire, entire channels turn into advertising and prison shows on weekends. <laughs> Well, I don't know if that happens in Canada, but it does here in the States. Right, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah and I, I, I can see what you mean as far as, like, Corner Gas had very strong storytelling. Uh, the season I've seen of Dan Vermeer I liked quite a bit, too. But I think often when you show a Canadian TV show to somebody from the States, sometimes the sound quality and the lighting, I, just something that jumps at them and just says, not quite Hollywood. Right, yeah, and there's there's different definitely different stories. Um, you can see, I think it's changing a bit. I think it, and, and again, it's a technology thing. I mean, I can't remember what we shot Dan for Mayor on, but Corner Gas was shot on Super 16, so it was actually shot on film. Mm. So, and and that was a choice they made because they liked the the look of it. It it suited the show, right? But um, I think I think now, I think now just it's it's pretty, especially in Vancouver. The crews in Vancouver are so used to working on. Ameri- like for years and years and years they've been working on American stuff. So if, if you took a Canadian show and shot in a Vancouver and using Vancouver crews, you're probably going to get a very similar look to something you'd see shot in the States, I think. Oh, probably at this point. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, again, you know, Corner Gas ended, what, seven, eight years ago now? Yeah, I know. That's crazy. I, it's yeah. still, it still boggles my mind that it, it's been off the air that long. Well, for us it hasn't. I mean, we still watch like five episodes a week. So. Oh, good. And how do you how do you watch it online or? You oh, you know, actually, we own it on DVD. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we just we hit a point where well, here's how we found it. WGN actually carried it for about a year. That's right. Yeah. But they they really did you guys no favors. No, I don't. They, but I don't know if you know this. That you're right. They didn't. But we were their number two show. On that uh, on WGN, it's true. Number two uh, behind reruns of uh, America's Funniest Home Videos. So that's that's saying something. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I don't I don't know what it's saying, but it's saying something. Right. Yeah, but they I, they would take your show and they'd run. They actually ran it like Star Trek. They'd run an episode at like five and an episode at eleven p.m. Oh yeah. And then, like, two weeks later, they would run three episodes on a Thursday at midnight. And the next day, they would run it at four. And, you know, it was almost like they were trying to burn a contract up. Which well, I'm kind of... It could, you could be right. Or it could just been fodder. It's like, guys, we got to buy something just to fill up space here. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I get I get messages mm-hmm. from folks in the States quite a bit. So it, it, reached, it reached some people. So that's good. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It, it absolutely did, because, well, you know, we actually own the website cornergasonline.com. You do? Seriously? It, yes. Yeah, I do. Oh, i got to check that out. Yeah. it's It, it just, our Corner Gas episodes go up there, basically. I get you. We've, we've, yeah, we've talked about doing, um, you know, character profiles and other stuff. We just haven't sat down to do it yet. Oh, cool. But almost all of our hits there come from the States. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Now a lot of my my SoundCloud hits the other places where you can find our shows 
uh, SoundCloud, TuneIn. A lot of those, maybe a third, come from Canada. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right on. So actually, we, we are bringing on a cultural attache from Ontario soon to help us with uh, references we may miss in <laughs> in Corner Gas. Yeah, it's 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 very it's very Canadian, that's for sure. And there's there's uh, things that um, uh, I'd be surprised if Americans got like. But uh, I also think that's kind of cool. You know, I think a little little more Canada in the world isn't such a bad thing. I oh, think no, you're right. Yeah, I think it's a fantastic idea. Matter of fact, when my family came to the New World from France, they started in Canada. Oh yeah, where'd they come? Where'd they? Uh, uh, th- three three rivers, Quebec, back when it was part of France. Oh, so that was like back in the Upper Canada, Lower Canada days. That- uh, that would have been. Well, let's see here. That would have been. Yeah, it would have been in the late 1600s, early 1700s, I guess. Okay, let's not get into history because I'll just yeah, make, yeah. I'll make a fool of myself. No, no, no. no, no, no. It's, but but it's one that when I found that out, I was like, huh, no wonder I like that show so much. <laughs> it's in the and blood. I see you're ignoring me while I'm rolling my eyes while you start going. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, wait. Young Triffy. Yes. Can, oh, my God. It was, I. You watched that? We yes. did. Oh my god! Um, you guys, you guys really get into your research. <laughs> You're digging down so, deep. But it was bizarre and wonderful yes. and so strange. It was yes. like um. You don't like you don't law, have to be you don't have to be polite. That's all right. You can, no, it was Law and Order SVU and Charlie Chaplin all in one, and I don't know <laughs> how that happened. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was weird because you're right. I was like um, Mary Walsh, who uh, directed that. Um, who um, I'm a, I'm a, Mary Walsh is a, a big deal up in Canada. Um, she um, she's a longtime comic because she started on this uh, sketch show from the East Coast called Codco and and did this hour is 22 minutes for years, um, uh, which is like a, a, a fake news uh, a program comedy program that's still going. It's been going for like 20. Over 20 years in Canada. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's, um, uh, anyway, she directed that and, and she got me on board. And um, when, when I went out there and, and on the first day, I, I'm, I'm essentially doing slapstick through the whole movie, right? Right, and, right. Yeah. And then I'm looking around and like, like everybody else is playing like a really dark <laughs> comedy. And I'm like, you know, and like the subject matter is very dark. I don't even yeah. want to see it so dark. It's like terrible, the subject matter. Uh, it's set in Newfoundland, and um, and um, and it's a period piece. It's just crazy, uh, and uh, and uh, and I'm like, uh, Mary, um, are you sure I'm not playing this too big? Because she's like, No, no, it's perfect, it's perfect. And I'm like, Oh, okay, okay, okay. And then I saw it, and I'm like, Oh my God, what's going on here? This is crazy. It's, it's wonderfully yeah. strange. I've never seen anything like it, and that's right. always a good thing for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I either get now and I like. Don't get me wrong, I I actually really really liked it, but I I got a weird kind of sense of humor, so um, I enjoyed it. Um, but it it is very odd, and people either just don't have time for it, or or give the same response you give is like it was weird, but <laughs> good, and it's like oh yeah yeah it's it's weird. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's a wonderful addition to the catalog, so <laughs> yeah. I but see to me I got to work on that show there uh, a fella uh, by the name of Remy Girard who's a Quebec uh, actor um I I I don't imagine you guys may or may not have heard from him. anyway in Quebec he's like Quebec's 
to me, he's Quebec's De Niro. So when I got to work with him, it was a huge deal for me because he, he's just a, well, fantastic actor. He's, he's, he's one of the best actors I've ever been able had. Which Which character was he? Uh, he was the doctor. He was the doctor. So he, he was the doctor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Like, yeah. Well, he, came, well, he came off like he had some acting chops. Now, yeah, he's got some chops. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, I, you've, you've done this before, I see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now, the lady that directed the movie, was she also the person that wrote the wrote the play originally? No. Uh, oh, I don't want to get this wrong. No, I don't. No, I don't. No, she didn't okay. write the play. I, uh, oh, darn it. I know the writer, and I'm sorry. I'm, I'm drawing a That's, that's all right. That's all he, right. He's a, a Newfoundlander. Oh, God, I feel terrible. Anyway. Uh, and he wrote. He, I believe, he also co-wrote the feature, uh, and so, of course, Mary Walsh directed it. And um, she's one of the smartest people I've ever met, by the way. Um, her and Brent Butt are the two smartest people I've ever met. He paid you to say that, right? No, no, absolutely not. And I don't actually. Brent and I, you know, we through social media here and there, we back and forth. But uh, but no, in all in all honesty and fairness, Brent Butt and. Uh, Mary Walsh are the two smartest people I've ever met. They sometimes, especially Brent, he'll say something that uh, is so funny that you don't even laugh. You just kind of stare at him. And go, how did you? <laughs> how did you? How did you come up with that? Um, it blows my mind sometimes. I wish I was. I'm like underwear funny. Like I'm like I'll put underwear on my head to get a laugh or make a fart noise, right? And I'm like I'm fine with that. I'm okay with that. So I'm always yeah. I'm always I'm always really impressed and very jealous when people can make you laugh with uh, with wit. Uh, yeah. Well, and we're going to keep coming back to Corner Yes fairly frequently, but when people ask me what it is that I enjoy about the show, I was like, I've never seen a show that makes the English language that funny. <laughs> there yeah. are so many just crafty and witty things done with words on yeah. that show. And um, just to give you an idea how stupid I am, um, mm-hmm. I don't know how many times I would go to Brent and go, um, I don't understand this. And he, and he would say, don't worry, just say it. The audience will get it. And I'm like, oh, okay. And sure enough, I'd be watching the show with my wife, and she'd laugh. And I go, oh, okay, cool. It's funny. Oh, good. Now can you so explain got it. it to me? Yeah, can you explain the humor to me? Yeah. So um, let me ask you this. This, And feel free to turn down the question if you don't don't like the way where it's going. Right. Uh, what happened with Dan Vermeer? Because, I mean, obviously we didn't see season two. Did it just not find an audience, or was it just done after two seasons? I don't think it ever got aired. I think they. I don't even think it got shot. I think they just made it this whole pretend production just so they wouldn't hurt my feelings. No, no, Fred, you still we're still going. It's still good. No, no, it's it's excellent. Oh, it's huge in Germany. No, um, <laughs> I'm I'm pressed for you and me too now. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I just shot an episode this morning. What do you mean it's over? We're on season six. I know. Um, I you know I don't want to speak for um, hiccups as well, but I think hiccups and Dan Vermeer f- fell into a similar uh, problem and. Uh, going into season two of, of those shows, um, CTV got sold. And, you know, normally with a lot of things, when, when the new the new crew come in, they generally want their own thing. So um, I'm not saying that's why, but we, we didn't... The second season got changed quite a bit from the first. So what I really liked about the first season was it was kind of turning into a funny soap opera. So every episode kind of had a little cliffhanger and right. there there were episodes where they'd start worth like a previously on Dan for mayor, you know, that kind of stuff, which I thought was awesome. I really liked it. And, and so I really wanted to see where it went in the second season and second season turned into more of your traditional, um, 
I don't want to say sitcom because it was a single camera comedy, but uh, turned in more to that. So each each episode was really self-contained, um, and it was it was kind of a different show. Um, but having said that, I, I thought the episodes were actually funnier. Um, but the show from season one was the show that I sort of liked more. Now and then to air it, they decided to air the show during the summer on Sundays. Uh, kind of dinner time, so it was sort of family time, right? There wasn't a lot mm-hmm. of people watching TV, but but we ended up, we still did actually pretty good. We more times than not, we we won our time slot and all that kind of stuff. So I'm proud of the show; it did really well. It was a lot of fun to work on, but it just it just wasn't in the cards, unfortunately. And I think that if the show had a third season, we probably would have found our legs and found an audience, and who knows? But it wasn't to be, unfortunately. But um, hopefully, you get the chance to see second season because there's some great work. Uh, Benjamin Ayers is really funny in it. He he played Mike. Uh, everybody's really funny in it. Paul Bates and Mary Ashton, who played my girlfriend, and um, uh, Paul Bates, who played my best buddy, and um, uh, Lori, who played my nemesis. Uh, I don't know. There were some great characters, and the guys. Actually, I don't know if you know the guys that wrote a lot of the writers from Corner Gas were the showrunners. So Mark Farrell, uh, Kevin White, and Paul Mather were all at one point another showrunner on Corner Gas. They were the creators and writers, and um, oh, that explains it. Yeah. So I think I think CTV wanted another Corner Gas, and Dan Vermeer wasn't that. So I think they were disappointed, and and they they kind of. I'm not making excuses, and I'm not saying. CTV was wrong. I'm just saying they sort of when you watch the promotions in Canada when they came out, it was very corner corner gas esque, and so people would tune in. I think expecting corner gas and go, "What's this? This isn't corner Something gas." Completely yeah. different. Yeah. How, yeah. how come Hank's not wearing a hat? I don't get this. Because <laughs> it was a good hair day, right? Just yeah, lots of good, good hair days. Good. Oh, you guys know your stuff. Yeah, it was a good hair oh, yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, so another project you're working on right now is uh, Bruce Stars. Yeah, that's another web pilot we did pretty much back to back from um, different uh, different people uh, from uh, going for broke, but we kind of shot them back and forth. They're both part of a program up here called Story Hive, uh, which is sort of a funding. I don't want to say competition, but like um, Telus, which is a big uh, telecommunications. Uh, um, a company up here uh, put a bunch of money up to um, produce. Uh, I think they did. Did they do thirty thirty pilots uh, across the west western uh, part of Canada? And of those thirty two, will go to series. And then the ones that don't, you've created something that you can go shop around and do it. So so Bruce Stars is one of those, is what I'm getting at. And um, it's uh, I play a. Uh, two brothers. I play one of the brothers that open up a little craft brewery that uh, isn't doing so hot, and they're struggling, but they make great beer, and they're trying to figure out how to find their place in in life. Did you, did you at least get free beer out of the deal? I, I did. I did get. Oh, there yeah, you we go. shot in this place called uh, um, uh, Dogwood Brewery, uh, which is an awesome craft brewery up here. They do. Oh man, they make such delicious beer. Do you guys like beer? I love beer. Uh, I'm a home brewer, so I make my own beer. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, well, hold on, hold on. I got to ask you this. Then don't lose your train of thought. But okay. how do you drink beer and stay as thin as you stay? <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, you know, everyone says TV uh, adds ten pounds. It actually takes off thirty. Uh, oh wow! Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. I'm also a vegetarian. Well, I'm not vegetarian. I'm there's a name for me. Uh, jerk, I think is it. Uh, oh, yeah. is it vegan? Is it vegan? Are you vegan? No, no, no. Oh, okay. We, my wife and I, we still eat fish and eggs and 
Um, not as much dairy as we used to, so I don't know what that is. So I think that might have something to do with it. We don't eat any uh, land meat, I guess. Um, is that a flexitarian, or is that somebody who goes on and off? I forget. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Oh, I grew up. It's an I, ovo lacto vegetarian. Oh, 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 That's oh what you yeah, are. yeah, yeah. Pesco ovo, pesco ovo terrian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, did you guys say oval rectal vegetarian? <laughs> yeah, oval. It's a pesco ovo rectal terrian. It's a. <laughs> that sounds like the worst sandwich I've ever heard of. <laughs> New at McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> it, but if somebody was going to sell them, that'd be the place. Yeah, it's crap in a bun. You'll love it. <laughs> so anyways back to, I didn't mean to break you off there yeah. when you tell me you love beer I'm looking at you going but what do you weigh like 165 pounds <laughs> well I don't know you gotta be I'm, I'm Canadian too so I play a lot of hockey and oh. uh, you know I gotta fit in my gear so there you go and see it, me I'm a salesman I just gotta fit in my car well there, there you go that's it you spend, I don't I don't know what to tell you man but beer <laughs> beer's good beer's good everything in moderation you know so well yeah 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 um, so what is, I mean, do you have a, a go-to favorite type of beer? Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm still like, I don't know if it's because of where I grew up, but we used to drink a lot of the cheap beers. Like when I was a kid, mm-hmm. Lucky Lager, I don't know if you have, oh yeah, do you have Lucky Lager? Yeah. Oh yeah. Do you, you have the puzzles on the inside of the bottle cap? Oh no, we didn't have that. We had just, oh yeah. yeah Canadians just got cans. They didn't trust us well, with glass around the oh, here in Canada. Yeah. yeah. No, if you had, if you could get the bottles, you'd pop the cap oh, off yeah. and there were little, well, little Remus puzzles well, in We've there. got a beer up here, a uh, uh, good Saskatchewan beer actually called the Pilsner. Uh, and uh, or the pill, a pill is the proper way to say it. And they've got on the labels, they've got like a Where's Waldo kind of thing. You got to find the bunny. Oh. Yeah, so that's our sort of thing. Don't laugh. That's solid. That's solid beer trivia right there. No, I'm yeah, I, I'm not beer. I'm whiskey. So you know. Oh, are you? Oh, okay. Yeah. I tried hard to get into the whiskey, but I just I don't know. I'm just I'm wimpy. I, I'm gonna keep trying. Snobby. So is it? Maybe that's it. I don't know. I, yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Well, the thing, the whiskey's like beer or wine. Is there are as many different types of whiskey as there are beers and wines. Yeah. And you know, you can you can try fifty whiskeys and hate them all, and still not have even you know scraped the surface of whiskeys in general. Yeah, that's be passed out on the floor. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, the the couple, the first few brews I made, I didn't do the calculations right, and they were coming off pretty boozy. Like I, mm. I, I get through a bottle and I'd be like, I I gotta lie down. This is uh, this is good. Don't get me wrong, but. Um, but yeah, the same thing with beers now, like the craft brew thing might, is kind of going a little overboard with the different flavors, like the sour beers and the wheat beers and the, I just like, I like, I love IPAs and, and American pale ales and I, I still like a good lager and, you know, just a plain cream ale. I don't like to get too fancy. I make a coconut porter. Actually, that I gotta, Ooh. I gotta say, I don't, I get, I don't You're get super too, fancy. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, it's hoity-toity. Let me tell you, um, you know, but uh, you drink it in teacups. Oh, it's amazing. Uh, it's, uh, I'm, I'm talking like a total hoser right now. I don't know why. <laughs> you start, to, you start, you get me on beer, and I just start talking like Bob and Doug, eh? Oh God, no, that's, it's a beauty, eh? Um, that's 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 quite all right, but if if I do a bad Canadian accent, you're just gonna have to forgive me, okay? Okay, no, I don't think you can do a bad. I get I get called on because the the show I'm working on now that, that it's American, so I, I say I say I think I'm saying sorry, but they're like your sorry sounds Canadian. I'm like oh, okay, sorry, uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, 
so I like I don't I can't tell the is what I'm getting is I can't tell the difference. And then we were watching Fargo, and I'm like, mm-hmm. they sound like what they make fun of us sounding like. But in Fargo, they sound like what Americans say we sound like as Canadians. So I'm like, well, except that people from Wisconsin and that area do sound like that. You know, oh yeah, we went and talked to Barb over there at the store there earlier, and right. then we had the uh, yeah, yeah, they yeah, that's a Wisconsin accent. Oh okay, and we yeah. make fun of them. Is, was, yeah. is Wisconsin, I'm trying to remember, is that Cheeseheads? Is that Wisconsin? Or is that, yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. We Because we had an episode of like that where the, and I can't remember, it was from Wisconsin. It was like Cheeseheads. The Saskatchewan and American. Yes. The American, American is Saskatchewan. Yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah. the dude, the dude uh, is Canadian. Oh, no. Yeah, that's right. Well, everybody. He's from in, Kids in the Hall. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mark, Mark Which, McKinney. He's a, yeah, which which cracked me up though, because when he said bilingual, he said bilingual, and nobody in America would ever say like that. But right. now we say it like that. That's the only way we say bilingual. Bilingual. <laughs> bilingual. No. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's just words. It's just words. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, there we go. Yeah, but I did it right. I said a boat and not a boot. Yeah, I don't know where a boot comes from. That's, I don't know. I, I mean, and don't get me wrong. When I watch South Park, I kill myself laughing whenever they do the like Terrence and Philip. But uh, we don't go a boot. No, but you do say a boat. <laughs> we do sometimes a boat. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a very strange thing. You know, we figure as close as we are together, we'd sound exactly alike, but we really don't. Oh, I know. I mean, I, I, it's funny. Actually, there was a show. I was there was a show up here years ago called Da Vinci's Inquest. It was a Canadian show set in actually set in Vancouver, and I auditioned for that. And the Chris Haddock, who was the creator um, guy, was there, and he's like, "Hey, hey, that was really good. Now I wonder if you could do that again, but could you sound Canadian?" And I was like, "Oh, yeah, all right, cool." And I was really excited because my my acting coach just pounds his, "Hey, you got to sound American. You got to sound American." And so I was like, "Cool, yeah, all right." And then I I didn't do it, and he's like, "I go, how was that?" He's like, "Nah, you still sound American, but it's okay. I think we're gonna give you the part anyway." Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's that's funny stuff. Well, one of our best friends is married to a, a young lady from Scotland. Oh yeah, she, she will make fun of my American accent mercilessly at moments, depending on what I say. Oh really? Oh yeah. Well, because I mean, she's lived here long enough that you, she's starting to lose her accent a little bit. You know how strong a Scottish Glasgow accent is. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but she'll still like she'll just pick a word out of a sentence I'll say and just harp on me sometimes. Right. I like I, it's weird. You know, it's funny. It's not funny, but speaking of accents, how like it's okay to make fun of certain accents, but not others. It's like there's certain accents that are like you know, oh that's politic. Politi- you can't make fun of that accent, but you can make fun of the Scots. Oh, absolutely, make fun of oh, the yeah. Scots. You know, <laughs> talk, talk drunk Scottish all day long, no problem. Yeah, or um, well, I actually had a voice actor on that I interviewed last night, and he did a really dirty bog Irish accent at the beginning. Oh yeah, who, who was oh, who was it? The guys, the guy's name is Chuck Huber. Chuck Huber, yeah, yeah, he does a lot of um, anime voiceovers like Dragon Ball Z and oh, stuff like right that. On. See, I, that's yeah. that's the world I want to get into. I love doing the animation voice. It's so fun. well. But you you are doing an animated series right now, right? I am. It's my first show ever, and it's it's a oh my gosh, it's a dream. I love it. Well, why don't you why don't you tell us a little about that? Well, okay, I'll tell you a little bit about the work. <laughs> um, it's a show called Dino Trucks. It's on Netflix, uh, and uh, I play a little 
I don't even know how to describe the show. It's like dinosaur trucks, but they're not transformers. They're like mechanical dinosaurs that are like construction vehicles. Uh, and uh, there's also these little reptiles that like fix the dino trucks, so they have to work together. And I play uh, a little reptile called Click Clack, and uh, it's uh, it's awesome fun, and it's like ridiculous to watch all these grown-ups make these goofy voices <laughs> in a room, and then go out. Okay, you guys want to go get a beer? Yeah, well, let's go for a beer. After you it's like, like grown-ups for fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So well, are you in, are you enjoying doing voiceover work? Oh, I love it! It's the best job ever. It's like max four hours. You you act like a complete idiot, uh, and then they pay you. It's amazing. That's sweet. I, Sign me up yeah. for that. Exactly. Yeah. Well, um, just just to give you an idea, I am actually a plumbing and heating and air salesman. So you got a yeah. you got what I like to call a real job. Well, kind of. It's sales, so it's still really not work. You know? <laughs> But um, years ago, when we lived in the Monterey Bay, I had a customer that wanted to buy some um, commercials on a local radio station. So I made an appointment for us to go talk to the sales manager. We walk through the door. I say a couple words to the girl at the counter. And the program manager comes out of the back. He goes, who, who the hell is that? Who's talking? Mm. I'm like, uh, me. He goes, have you ever read commercials on the radio before? No. Would you like to? And I told him what we were there for. He's like, I'll tell you what. You read one commercial, I'll give your customer a commercial. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so I kind of got bit with the, well, maybe one day, if everything else falls through, I can figure out something to do with my voice. Well, you definitely got that radio voice. Are you not doing outside of the podcast? You're not doing any other radio? No, no. Just the, and the podcast is just because my wife got sick of hearing me talk about Star Wars. <laughs> just a little and just on Saturdays. Well, yeah. I, you should absolutely get into it because you've got that radio. I wish I had that divertment. I'll try my radio one. Okay. Um, what, what's a radio thing to say? Um, um, Sunday. No, wait. No, no, Sunday. 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 Sun- I can't do it. I can't do it. I, I'm a, I can't do it. I can't do it. Okay. How about... Uh, I'm, a fa- how about I'm a failure. How about This Is Geekish Cast? See, you, this is where you, like, work in your little... Oh, promo. yeah. Yeah. yeah I, oh, I got okay. something you can say. You get Fred to do a promo for yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, all right. You okay. Say, uh, you could say something like, uh, this is Fred Awanek, and you're listening to... Geekish cast. Okay, okay, ready? Okay, yeah. This is Fred Awanek, and you are listening to Geekish Cast. He almost sounds like an NPR host, doesn't that he? That was super oh, NPR. Like, um, yeah. Okay. yeah, that was good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was it? What's NPR? I don't know. Uh, NPR is like our version public. of public radio. Oh, so, <laughs> so it's. <laughs> So I'm not getting paid anything, is what you're telling. Me. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. You weren't you weren't waiting for a check or anything, were you? Please make your donations to PO Box. Oh, all right. Got I was even headed somewhere with that whole voice thing. Oh yeah, sorry, I screwed. I screw everything. Up. Oh no, 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 no. That's fine. Yeah, I just I was wandering off in the in the tulips at that point. Anyhow, <laughs> you guys got tulips? Wow, America's uh, got everything. Know. Yeah, we got uh, actually we got 105 degree heat is what we got right now. Oh yeah, been, where are you? I forget. We're in uh, Central California, so oh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how familiar you are with farming country in California, but that's where we're at. I didn't get into farming country. I, I just uh, Burbank is as farming as I got. Okay, well we're about two hours north of Burbank. Oh okay. Yeah. Matter of fact, if you go two and a half hours north on I five, that's that's where you would find us. But don't. It's really hot here right now. It's really hot. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I actually yeah. like the heat. Like uh, when we go to Vegas, I would. The heat didn't bug me. I I loved it. 
you're a madman. I guess so. I don't know. But when you come from a place like, like you know, where I am, like, and don't get me wrong, like, Vancouver's not, like, igloos and, you know, snow and everything. But, you know, our winters are fairly mild. But still, like, anytime I can get to sunshine and heat, it's a that's a win. That's a win in my books. Yeah. Oh, and let me ask you, you're out of the Vancouver area then? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, my wife and I are actually talking about vacationing there. Is it worth it to stay downtown, or should we look at some other spots? Um, well, it depends what you're you're looking for. Like, what kind of thing are you going in for? Are you going in for like a food, food, drink, just oh yeah, whatever? oh yeah, then stay downtown because there's lots okay. of restaurants and. But you still you don't want to neglect like um, uh, there's a street near and I'm in the East Vancouver is the area I'm in. And there's a street called Commercial Drive, which used to be Little Italy, still a really good, solid uh, Italian community. But it's also a hodgepodge of different, like, you know, restaurants and cafes and stuff. So you got to check out outside the downtown as well. But definitely downtown, is, you'll get your money's worth. You can go to Stanley Park, lots of different restaurants to check out. That's the place to stay for sure. And if you, okay. If you could swing it, if you could, like, get to Vancouver Island, which is a ferry ride, or actually you could take a, a float plane over. Um, there's a, yeah, there's a little spot, there's a little spot called Tofino. Look, search it, search online for Tofino. It's the most magical place uh, you'll ever go. It's like, really? yeah, right. it's kind of, it's kind of like the Oregon coast. Uh, it's open ocean. Uh, it's very rustic, uh, small, small town. Uh, but there's also these beautiful resorts you can stay at. Um, it's just, it's my favorite place. Okay. Right. Well, there we go. That, that gives us a couple things to look at. There you go. Now, uh, 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 tourism Tofino. I'd like a few bucks for that plug. Uh, by yeah. The way. yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll make sure that we get your affiliate link Hashtag. in there. <laughs> yeah. All right. And um, oh well, we're coming up on time. Uh, Fred, oh, really? I really want. To, yeah. Oh my gosh. I know. Gee Willikers. Um, <laughs> really want to thank you for taking the time to do this. Wait, wait. I have one oh. question. I have yes. to ask. Okay. And I know that gentlemen never tell, and but but you could tell on Hank for me. Everybody <laughs> wants to know. You know what I'm going to ask? No, I don't. Okay. 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 It's it's the episode that that made my mother think corner gas was too racy for her. Everybody <laughs> just wants to know. Hank and Karen while they were fishing. <laughs> yes. Did, did no? Hank and Karen sleep together? Is where she's headed. Uh, I'm sorry. I, yeah, I signed a uh, non-disclosure. A non-disclosure. I can't, I can't say. Okay. <laughs> you'll just have you'll face. just have to use your imagination. The, the cad's way of saying yes, I believe. Is it okay, yeah. Um, Either way, uh, let's just say they're not together, so Hank couldn't have been that good. Oh, that's a good. Well, but you're also not fishing anymore, so he couldn't have been that right. good. Right, yeah. right. That's only true. when fishing. He's, wow. he's only he's only good when he's when he's got his pole. Oh, that's so terrible. That's, I couldn't even, that's, that's not hey, hey, yeah. Fred, Fred, there will never be a point in my life where fart and dick jokes aren't funny. So, well, then let me, let me ask one more question then too, because I actually got, I, I, I got my feelings hurt a little bit with Lauren because he said no. Oh, okay. uh, Corner Gas, Corner Gas is a fairly geeky show. Are, are you geeky at all like Star Wars, Star Trek comics or anything in real life? Or is that something just from the show? Uh no no I I read comics and stuff and not not as much as when I was a kid but I still actually Brent got me back into reading comics when we were doing the show he I'd never read Watchmen and 
Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah, so he told me to go get Watchmen, and then that was it. I was back into it. I was reading yeah. all kinds of stuff. And then, um, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm not like a total, I'm not a Trekkie by any means, but I've always loved Star Trek. Uh, I, I'm, I lean more towards Star Wars than Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know that I'm, I don't know how you classify yourself as a geek, but I mean, I dig all that stuff. Like when I just read that the new, they're bringing out the little, uh, Nintendo entertainment system mini. Like I like, oh, yeah. I got on my, like I was, I was texting my brother. I'm like, I'm so getting this. And he's like, I'm getting it too. And so like video games, that kind of like old timey video games. I'm all about that stuff. So yeah. Oh, so yeah, that's so- geek. Yeah, I, I think you qualify. So, what'd you think of uh, Force Awakens then? You know what? I, I, I think. Oh no! No, no, no! I'm, I'm on okay. board. Like, I'm like when I, when it finished, I was like, okay, now we're back, back to normal. Like, we're back to where it's supposed to be. Um, I didn't think it was like it didn't blow my mind. I didn't. I wasn't like, oh my god, this is like so great. But it was like, and I had some issues with the movie too. I'm not gonna get into them. But there were some things that I was like, man, eh, I don't know if that really. If I buy well, that, but uh, which one is is there just a quick one you give an example of? Well, like the whole like he's Han Solo's son, like Han and like I, I was kind of like, oh, okay, I get it, yeah, I see. And then just the death thing, just like, oh god, everyone's seen it, right? Like I'm not. This is oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If, if if they haven't seen it at this it's point, their, it's, it's on them. It's not yet. You're right, you're right. Yeah. It's funny because I just got the email like uh, new on Netflix, a movie you might like, uh, and it's like Star Wars. I'm like, yeah, I've seen it. Uh, but um, the the whole when he when he kills his father there, I was just like, ah, I don't, yeah, I don't, uh, just convenient happened too fast. You know, yeah. But I really enjoyed the movie, and I think it's back to sort of where the the original three, you know, where it's just sort of fun. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I'm really happy about that. I'm excited to see um, what they're going to do with the new movies. Um, it's I think it's funny that there's all these toys and everything out already and stuff. But you know, that's that's the beast, right? Well, that's how it works now. Yeah. And, uh, well, and and uh, that's George Lucas did that. I mean, the deal he cut when he originally sold Star Wars was he kept the merchandising rights. Oh, and brilliant! Like, yeah, and so Star Wars has always been equal parts merchandising and movie. Oh yeah, and like I had all like I still got my original Boba Fett from when I was a kid. Oh, oh yeah, so I was all into the toys. Like I was I was their primo guy. Like I had um, my oh my kid brother had the At At, which I was jealous about. Nice. Yeah, uh, I had the X-wing the fighter. That's still pretty cool. But. Well, then I don't know if you know this, but um, we're in Modesto, California. That's George Lucas's hometown. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. He, I could actually. Well, I'd have to throw really hard, but I could hit his parents' house with a with a rock from here. Please don't hit his parents' house. Yeah, again. I, I, I'm not sure that they'd appreciate that. Well, they haven't. They haven't actually lived there for years. Oh, but, oh yeah. Then go ahead, throw rocks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's, cool. Oh, that's cool. No, that's, that was actually a question I had, and I kind of felt like I bothered you about like Hank and geeky shit. And why would so that be a bother? Like that. That's not a bother. No. Oh no, no, it's that's that's cool. I, I actually really appreciate. It. Well, see, what happened was we kind of had an expectation of what Lauren would be like when we spoke to him. Yeah. And he was nothing like we thought. I mean, he was still a really a really cool guy, but he was just a very different sort of guy than we realized. <laughs> he, and, he's, and, he's what I like to call an actual really good actor. I'm just an idiot that gets paid to be an idiot on TV. <laughs> well, hey, you know, it pays the bills. It does, yeah. I love it. Yeah. I'm not complaining. 
Well, no, I was just, I was shocked by just like, because I asked him, so is there anything geeky that you're into? He's like, oh, I used to play rugby till my knee went bad. And all I'm thinking is, there's nothing geeky about rugby, <laughs> you know? Well, people, rugby players are the guys that used to beat me up. I, I don't know. I think I, that's, I mean, this is a discussion for another day because I'm, sure. I, I play hockey and I'm a goalie. Sure. So sure. I would consider myself geeky about the position of goal because like, I'm a total uh, gear geek. Like I love anytime new gear comes out or new innovation and technique to be a goalie. I'm like, Oh, I'm all about oh. researching it. So I think geek is sort of like when you really get into something and you want to know everything about it and how it works. And so you, I think you can, I think I'm going to defend my buddy Lauren for a second. There here. you go. That's right. I, 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 I think you can be a geek about rugby. I think cause, okay. and, and I know Lauren, he's really passionate about a rugby. So I would say Lauren is a rugby geek. Okay. Oh, see, okay. but he even kind of like said no. Well, but that's well, no, he's, but he's a cool the term. The rugby yeah, he, geek. It's he won't he won't admit it because he's Mr. Suave, right? Like like Lauren Cardinal is he's a cool dude. He's like he's Canada's George Clooney, so he's got a reputation to uphold. Uh-huh. Right? So he's he's playing it cool, and I I think uh, you know you got to expect that from Lauren. Uh, he's doing his job, I would say. I gotcha. Yeah. Well, he got us he got us listening to Native American music. Oh, he's got, so. he he knows his music too. Yeah, he's he's. Yeah. I'm telling you, he's he's also he's also that guy from the Dosecki ad. Uh, he's he's that Mister Dosecki's. You know the guy? Oh, the most interesting. Yeah, man in the world. that's Lord Cardinal. Yeah. That's it's oh, Lord God. Cardinal. Oh, that yeah. is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I'm just All I'm right. just his yappy sidekick. <laughs> well, it works. It's it, it's worked for me. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. Yeah, now I got to figure out another reason to have you on so, some other time, just because I had so much fun doing this. Oh, anytime! I I love yapping. So, right on. Okay, well, um, Fred, why don't you give us uh, some of your web presence and places where people can find you? Oh, sure. Well, m- mostly, I mean, I'm not huge into the social media, but I I'm, I I spend some time on uh, on Twitter, and it's just my name, so Fred Awanek. I also have another one that's I can't even remember what it's called, where I talk about. Uh, hockey beer and progies. It's uh, I think it's beer in the crease, um, but it's mostly Fred Awanek at Twitter. I have a website if you want to if you want to book me. I guess I don't know. I don't I don't really spend much time on the interweb uh, for myself promotional stuff. But uh, Twitter is the best way to find me. Okay, and then also people can find uh, your Brew Stars and yeah. So the Brew Stars. Um, I don't think there's a website for that, but if you if you want to find out more about it, you can uh, you can go to Tell a Story Hive, uh, and uh, you can find out about all the shows they're doing because there's some there's some awesome ones. Brew Stars, Going for Broke is there as well, and um, yeah, so to go to the Story Hive site, which I I'm sorry I don't have that in front of me, but do we need websites anymore? You just Google everything nowadays, don't you? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so. Geez, stop being lazy and just Google <laughs> going for broke and Google Bruce stars and dino trucks. If you've got kids uh, and have Netflix, you got to watch uh, dino trucks. It's, it's, it's fantastic. Everybody, all my friends, everybody I know who has kids say their kids love it. And it's great. Cause it's all about learning about how to cooperate and work together and all that stuff. It's got a good message. So it's one of those good shows for kids. Wait, I think we need that in my office. Can we can we get something out of it as adults? Well, yeah, I mean, it's yeah, you can get something. Um, no, <laughs> it's, no, I don't know. I mean, I, I see. It's hard for me to say because my wife and I still watch a lot of cartoons, and I like it. So okay. I don't know. Well, you might, you might. 
<laughs> it might be okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, and uh, in the meantime, everybody, I'll, I'll put all your links and everything in the notes on the uh, website. That's at geekishcast.com. Also, this will be available on cornergasonline.com, so you'll be able to find us at either one of those locations. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash geekishcast, and I tweet from at geekishcast. Fred, I, I, again, I can't tell you how cool it was to have you on. Hey, yeah. no, my, my pleasure. It was fun. Anytime. Awesome. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll figure out some maybe a Star Wars episode to bring you in on, because that would be a kick in the ass. Well, that would be cool, yeah. Yeah. It's like, and yeah, the guy that played uh, Hank on Corner Gas is here to talk about Star Wars. Because I'm an expert, apparently. Well, well, you know what? I, I think fans are better experts than anybody. I don't, I don't know. How do you become a Star Wars expert? I, I, I don't. How do you become an expert of anything? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I guess you just say you're an expert. Yeah, uh, I'm an expert. So there, yeah. there we go. So Fred Awanek, Star Wars expert. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you got something to add to your name now. Cool. I got a PhD in Star Wars. There we go. That's hey. See, you came away with something from tonight, and that's all anybody can ask. Awesome! I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Fred, again, thank you very much. All right, all the best. All right, take care. Cheers.